0: Hey, everybody, this is Jeff, your GM and narrator, and today we're going to go into more, more, lore. and I'm joined. By my lore co-host,
1: Marshall. Hey everybody, it's Marshall. I play Keegan. You know me from lore. Lore.
0: (laughs) And eventually we'll say that word enough that it will not make sense anymore.
1: (laughs) It will lose all meaning.
0: So this episode today is about Dungeon Crawl and was requested from Ponce. I guess, let's see here, if we want to talk about Dungeon Crawl, uh, we have to get into the story of... The vaults and the vaults come with the baggage of the old gods and the house weapons. So,
1: so we're going back to big campaign three, right?
0: Yep, from lore to rabbit hole to rabbit lore. I think, yes, this is about
1: rabbit lore more lore than we know what to do with.
0: So, during the Rethy era, which was big campaign three, there were nine houses. Of those nine houses, eight of them were led by a lich. Yeah, we'd call them a lich. They had a phylactery, they were robotic, uh, but they were still an undead creature that achieved a next tier of power. It sounds like lich. Each lich had a house that was tied to their power that uh, the construction of the building became a conduit for a style of magic that applied to them. It might be easier to think of each house as kind of like a false ley line. For those of you keeping track of lore, the nine liches were Condry, Logalo, Oramek, Amon, Balim, McKeith, Horeth,
1: Golshurn, and Tali. You may recognize those names from the house war... L- r- <laughs> 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 oh, man. <laughs> you may recognize some of those names, or most of those names, from the uh, the house war rules that we have re- been reading off from the, uh, the extra... Uh, rules and wing conditions um, that have been brought up. Uh, I should have said one or two of them, but I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't <have> pull- <laughs> I don't have that pulled up. Uh, Bastion Storm-, Storm said he came with Legalo in his heart during the spaghetti dinner. So there's a reference to another god.
0: Uh, correct. You would have known Colchurn from the mosaic under the brewery as well as the scythe given to Estelle Del Rose during her party. Amon's a popular name. You should all know by now, if you're listening to this. I mean, I I guess if this is the first episode you've listened to, congrats. All of this will be confusing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert.
0: (laughs) But yes, so the liches who had taken over at the time, even though they had worked together and taken over, they're still liches. And so they coveted things uh, that they had and what they knew others would try to take. So secretly, all but one, built vaults that would protect their phylacteries, their most prized treasures, and house weapons. Of course that means that the paranoid liches would pay people to become retrievers to try and find and steal from the other liches. That were clearly plotting, because if they weren't, they wouldn't need their own retrievers.
1: Yes, it was a vicious cycle of, I don't trust anybody, go get their stuff. Which everybody thought.
0: Yeah, so a phylactery is a way to have control over the lich, Versus the house weapon was a way to have control over the house. For those of you keeping score at home, we have the nine house weapons. House Suladay had a ribbon dagger, meaning a weapon that had been coated in slime from a far realm creature to achieve kind of a semi-sentient status named Ozthori. From House Ortis, there is the <coughs> bastard sword made out of a piece of Demozane shell known as Conviction. For House Seleni, they had a crystal scimitar known as Malak. For House mithrain, there was the Ironwood Staff called Magi. For House Darge a longsword known as the Philosopher's Blade. For House Efrath a cold steel spear called Silo. For Sword Eye, a Mithril Masterblade called Truth. For the Orphe House, a mighty composite longbow made out of lifewood called Nias, And for the Arfairy, an Adamantium Gladys that was named differently depending on the wielder of it, though their house did get a wish, and their wish now has two blades, so any leader must have both, or two people can share power. But, as it were, back to the point, sorry. Over the years, as the liches were defeated by Saint Arcani and the other heroes, as time moved on and city lines were redrawn, districts changed, the vaults were lost, or if they were found, no one ever spoke of them. And now, in modern times, the vaults might as well be myths. Amon Advancement's Entertainment Division hoped to capitalize on this by creating a show about what the vaults might have been like. Originally suggested by Ty Freyland himself, he recognized that people like to learn history as long as they do not have to live it. So they tested Dungeon Crawl as an idea by putting it in the annual Chaos Dragon Festival. As it got bigger and bigger, it eventually made its transition to the broadcast feeds. Eight contestants take on the role of Retrievers, trying to get to the end of the dungeon and find the heart of the vault. For the show, the heart of the vault is usually a large monetary sum, as well as something that can be seen as a testament to the player's win. So they fix their home, they buy them a nice car, something like that. Contestants are selected randomly from applicants, and as soon as they are selected, any debt controlled by Amon Banks is cleared. That is a good perk of going on the show. Now, they do use sets made by official Mithraen Historical Society members, and each season was meant to have a theme that contestants would be told about the season before. But that changed when Amon found their first vault. Though abandoned and empty, the Orphe vault was an impressive, albeit disappointing find, but the potential was there. Why not use these vaults as a template? Why not actually have the people be a part of it? With scanner drones and historians, they went about creating the second season of Dungeon Crawl as a replica of the Orphe vault and what it must have looked like in its prime. Amon, under this guy, started their work of finding vaults and digging below the districts and the cities. With Amon's stranglehold on using magic to construct buildings and infrastructure, they were able to quickly improve the city while finding more of these house vaults.
1: So say, it's having your cake and eating it too. They could build new buildings and... and... Houses are what they need to over the sites they're building on or or sites. They were digging up for the vaults.
0: Yeah. Perfect cover for what is to some extent exploiting your own history. Yeah. But the problem comes is that some of these vaults though, were not empty and disappointing like the Orpheus one. Each one they found was trapped and dangerous and to not let a profit making opportunity disappear. They brought these contestants to the vaults themselves. They would take these contestants through the mazes, dungeons, traps, all of it magically illusioned to look more modern, to fit with a set. D- with drones filming, they were able to bring the fun of a game show into the home of all of the citizens of the Dargath Empire. Fab Perang, our tall, lanky Ilken, who wears a wig of red, reddish copper hair, joined mid-season two, is now considered a staple of the show now that they've started basing it on the vaults.
1: What season are we in of Dungeon Crawl in our current state? What was the last one that ended?
0: We just ended season five, with season six being the promise of, if you could do it again,
1: what would you change? Okay. And that sounds like they're planning on bringing people back.
0: Fitting with their theme concept, it looks like they're promising a way to change something that happened before, or to make up for a past mistake.
1: Got it. They're offering big rewards
0: correct and this partially ties in a little bit with um, some of the story arc in chapter one
1: I don't have a comment I wasn't in chapter one and I'm, I'm trying to blank okay yeah <laughs> I'm like chapter one chapter one what happened
0: uh, tying with a little bit of the Venveros storyline
1: uh, Venveros that was the Gillikin that we most recently fought in the basement of the brew house correct
0: oh actually I apologize Marshall you are wrong. Van Veras was not at the Burr House. Van Veross was killed and consumed by the Mind Flayer that you fought at the Burr House. It was the Amon liaison that hired them to recover diamonds that were sent over and stolen from Nova Alma that were meant to come to Amon Advancements.
1: Oh, yes. Van Veross was the one that that foresaw bringing him back, the Illicun. Correct. Okay. I knew it was connected to that guy. <laughs> And the diamonds were for the resurrection spell. Correct. I am piecing things together.
0: And so that brings us to where we are now. Of Dungeon Crawl is now going into their sixth season uh, based upon the idea of those diamonds potentially uh, for people who are willing to compete to potentially be able to resurrect a lost loved one or family member or friend, whichever. But it does make for an enticing Prize.
1: That is a very enticing prize. Has there been any rumors um, or have they said anything about the dungeon they will be running?
0: As of right now, supposedly, the next dungeon should be the Ephrath vault.
1: So there there must be a big construction project that is going on or is finished up to to cover up where they found this vault then.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you could say that there's probably, say that's probably a fair assessment big question is old requisitions get involved well lucius has always said he thought he'd be pretty good at this game
1: i am sure he would
0: so with that amon has made its most entertaining or profitable show through the creation of dungeon crawl and through exploiting the history of the country that it is sitting upon and that it's part
1: of and as well as exploiting people they're sending into these vaults
0: Yeah, think of it like a a giant Ponzi game show of that part in Aladdin where he's like, give me the lamp. It's like that, but everybody gets to watch. (laughs) All right. I think that answers most of what led to and what Dungeon Crawl is. I believe that completes the backstory of Dungeon Crawl. Leads us to where we're at, and I look forward to where we will go with it. Um, Of course, if you have any questions or you have things for more lore episodes, please feel free to reach out to us on... Twitter, Instagram, threads at
1: Big Campaign Pod. We're always happy to explain um, more lore, more going on in the world uh, to get a bigger picture of what's
0: going on. But yeah, thanks again, Ponce, for the question and for everybody else. Bye. Bye bye, bye. 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 Don't forget to like, review, rate, subscribe, all that stuff. And of course, Thanks for listening. Our intro and outro music is by Nihilor. The track's name is Aberration. Alright, bye!